This is the Impossible Things Podcast. Here are three average guys discussing the impossible. Jesse Human, Jimmy Donahue, and your host, Kyle Cole. Welcome back to the Impossible Things Podcast. Jesse. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. My mic's too tall. Oh, you should lower that. Perfect. Awesome. So, uh, Jimmy, not here. Still uh, not here. Hope you're listening. Seven episodes in. I hope China allows you to hear this. Uh, not not China the country, but China the government. Uh, so anyway, China the plates. Oh, China the plates. I left that out of my my pun list. Uh, my fun pun list. Interesting. So uh, last week we well last week hopefully you heard the amazing fifth episode of February, right? I believe that's where we left you. We left you yeah. with a, a a wonderful treat. I mean that was great, wasn't it? <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Man, I really hope it happened the way we think it happened in the future. I'm trying to preserve the illusion that these are recorded sequentially. <laughs> There's absolute, absolutely no illusion to preserve. Well, they are sequential. But if you were going to preserve not. it, what would you preserve it with? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that took me a second. What would you preserve it with, Jesse? Not freezing. Why wouldn't you freeze it? That's cell damage. Oh, that's a good reason. Anyway, today, this week's topic... We're going to talk about cryonics, yes. not cryogenics, not cryogenics, not cryobiology, not cryobiology, not those things. Yeah. Cryonics. What do you mean when you say cryonics? Cryonics is the study of free, uh, not freezing. Ah. We just said that. Mm. Preserving a body in suspended animation. It seems like an oxymoron. Suspending, suspended animation. Suspended animation. No, it's uh, suspended is an adverb. That's fair. You win grammatically. Yeah. Okay. Usually you. <laughs> that's, not, that's not the time nor the place. <laughs> Suspended animation for revitalization at some future date. Okay. And what the is cryogenics? Cryogenics is preserving anything organic. Okay. Like fruit. Fruit would fall under the category of cryogenics. Okay. So what we are talking about is not cryogenics, although cryogenics is a real thing. Yes. We are talking about cryonics, which is preserving a person. Yes. What is cryobiology? Cryobiology is just the study of freezing, preserving life. freezing stuff. Oh, freezing Bi- stuff. Biological stuff. Interesting. Freezing, deli- like specifically freezing. It's Or just preserving. Preserving. Okay, yes. In a cryogenically preserved state. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. That being said, uh, what, what are some examples why is this relevant to us? I think, uh, I mean, immortality is always attractive. Oh, sure. Who doesn't want to live forever? On the other hand, who wants to live forever? Oh, oh now I'm the one making the <laughs> terrible song illusions. Some might say you're the king or queen of making song illusions. Mm. Ah. Okay. We've gone too far with Moving this. on. <laughs> so. First, I want to say. Yes. Walt Disney is not cryonically preserved. Where would we they keep him if he was? No, he's not. If he were, where would they keep irrelevant. him? Irrelevant. What do you mean irrelevant? Irrelevant. Ah, preposterous. He's interred at Forest Lawn. Everyone should know this. Of course, that's just where he's dis- frozen. Dismissed from your mind should be the notion that he is anywhere on his theme park properties. <laughs> okay, okay. And he's in Forest fine. Lawn. Frozen there. Is not a cryogenic oh. facility. Boo. It's just a cemetery. With a cryogenic lab underneath it. 
I guess I can't prove otherwise. <laughs> the Illuminati is preventing you from proving that. Somebody is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Walt Disney isn't. Who who else is? Uh, I don't know. Famed to have been frozen post mortem. Uh, the only one I can think of that people would know is baseball player Teddy Bear or something. Ted Ted Williams. Ted Williams. Uh, actually, Still. Ted Williams is frozen. He is. He is that's actually. A, I thought that's what you said. Well, no, I was asking oh, who else is famed to be. Who else is like? Who else do people did think we think is? was and isn't? Sure, Hitler. Hitler. Yeah, yeah, that's the first name that popped into my head. I'm uh, trying to think of other people who they who have been. Uh, it's really Disney is the one that everybody thinks is. Oh, Abraham Lincoln. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that one. I hear if he, uh, we unfreeze him, he becomes a vampire hunter and no more vampires. Is that a problem? No, it's not real. Yeah, I thought that was real. Oh, well, me too. No, it's not. So anyway, Ted Williams though we, we've already we've already given away the uh, the golden egg. Okay. Ted, Ted Williams, Williams is the only person cryogenically frozen, but he's the, not fully not the only person. Oh, there he's are, not. There are other people. There are other people. Just you wouldn't know their name. Okay. He's, he is I the most. He's the most famous in famous famous person. Famous. But he's not fully frozen. It's just his head. Just his head. That's, Fut- yeah. Futurama style. That's that can happen. Futurama has a, a very uh, interesting comedic bent on uh, not cryogenically frozen, but uh, the heads of famous people. Cryonically. Cryonically frozen. or pre- Well, yes, they are cryonic. They're cryonically oh. preserved. No, in, you're right. Uh, you're right. In Semantics, fluid. you're right. It is. They are cryogenically preserved. Sure. Okay. Anyway, Futurama, very funny. If you know what I'm talking about. I haven't seen it. It's good. But I'm in the dark. A lot of famous people. Heads in jars. Okay. Preserved. Okay. Animated. Not, oh, not, oh, that's that's a twist. That is a twist. Okay. They, they they do well. They're animated because it's a cartoon. So what we're talking <laughs> about is not whether this is possible to freeze. Yeah, it's well, what it's the reanimation that's the trouble. It's the reanimation that's the trouble. Or wait, what what term did you use again? Revitalization. Revitalization. Yeah. Reanimation. Um, I guess I guess you could use that. So the trouble isn't freezing. We we can freeze. Preserve. The trouble isn't pr- preservation. Right, that's a good distinction. Uh, it's not actually... I think in the old days, it was actually freezing. Well, didn't they try that? Didn't somebody try freezing and yeah. then it was killing cells? There was, as was, there was significant cell damage, especially in the brain, which is kind of the, the thing you want most. Right, and that's the touchiest part of the body anyway. Yeah. Um, as you know better than anybody in uh, this space. Crickets. Um, more crickets. So the, the, the way they do it now is vitri- called vitrification. What is, what is that? That's replacing blood with a preservative uh, antifreeze. So they, they do still lower the temperature okay. in your chamber to, it's not quite a freezing level, but it's really, it's, it's close. It's cold. It's very cold. Sure. It's a temperature that would cause your cells to break down anyway. Okay. But it's not, they don't want ice crystals forming and things. Right, that's what damages the cells. So... There's a, there's fluid pl- replacement in your body, and that's um, it's not all the fluid. It's like seventy percent, sixty seventy percent, or something mm-hmm. like that. And they so it's a but it's a it's a kind of antifreeze that won't it won't expand when it freezes, or it will keep flowing to some degree, keep fluid. Okay. So the idea is when you are revitalized, they will slowly raise your body temperature, replace that fluid with blood again, yeah. and then It'd essentially give you a transfusion. Give you a little electric shock, maybe. Oh, oh no! The electric shock is is shown not to be really uh, <laughs> effective. Not really helpful. But it was. But interestingly, the idea has been around a long time. Uh, you know, longer than it's been scientifically possible. Interesting. And that's what kind of spurred Mary Shelley to write Frankenstein. Frankenstein was the electro, the kind of the electro shock of you know waking waking up a body, reanimating. <laughs> right. 
It's an interesting book, by the way, if you've never read it. I have read it. It's, I had it to is study it in, in school, and it has got some interesting bits of liter, literary work in it. It's so different than Any movie the myth. you've ever seen. Yes. <laughs> Any movie you've ever seen about it. Really different. Especially if you think Frankenstein is the monster, you have missed the point. Mm-hmm. Anyway. He is kind of the monster. Well, he he's a different kind of monster. Yes. That's a valid point as well. So, uh, in, you know, quick research of this, I it's found a... pronounced Frankenstein. Frankenstein? You don't say. I found quite the list of uh, notable celebrities who want to be frozen post-mortem. Oh, this ought to be good. Seth MacFarlane, okay. writer-creator of Family Guy. Yeah. He, uh, he wants to be frozen with somebody. Whom? The next person on the list, Larry King. Oh. Talk show host, <laughs> what, extraordinaire. What a pair. Seriously. That's like comedy and more comedy. So they have to die at the same time, though. Do they? I think so. Well, I think he just wants to be adjacent to. I don't think like with so meaning that's, that's at another the same problem, time. Though, if I could interject. Well, please. They, this list is relevant to anything. It's illegal to begin the vitrification process on a live person in this country. I'd imagine most countries. Wait, it's so illegal? So every, everyone who is cryogenically frozen, sure. every person who's in a cryonic chamber okay. now died. Uh, yes, they are legally dead. There are death certificates but for them. But they, they had to die legally before they were able to be permitted to be interesting interred in the... So it is, it is uh, my quippy post-mortem comment is true legally in the u.s it has to be done post-mortem yeah okay and they you're right you're right in saying that they are legally dead yes legal according to the current u.s law so that's but that's a wrinkle so what happens if say we do figure out how to yeah do you reissue them the same social security number and history person what if it was a criminal that got cryo cryonically frozen cryogenically frozen what if it's hitler do we make him pay for his crimes against humanity oh that would be great <laughs> do we do we get to kill him continually until, until we we're done freezing could. him? we could we it, sure what's the, what would stop us is it right or wrong is a different question yeah hmm. i think you could justify a lot of heinous crimes against hitler my goodness anyway please uh, continue with your list oh my horrible horrible Th- this yeah. list is people who i n- wouldn't necessarily not necessarily everybody on this list of what i want to bring back mm-hmm. but Simon Cowell, the uh, the the creator, executive producer of American Idol. Oh, I didn't know he was that. I just thought he was a big jerk. He is a big, big jerk. jerky judge. He's a big jerky judge. Uh, speaking of big jerky people, Paris Hilton wants to be frozen. Hmm? She, she's oh, sorry. She's interested in it. Maybe we biff that one. Well, it's it's rather expensive. So these people are people that have the money. Presumably. Yeah, that's true. We'll we'll get on to the expense of it soon because as we've noted, there are people who've already done this. Uh, Britney Spears, she wants to be frozen. Muhammad Ali. Can get behind that one. Okay. And Ted Williams, as we listed, is already frozen. Yeah. Head only. Yep. He's uh he's gotten his head on board. He's head on. He's hit the hit the solution head on. I have nothing. Anymore? No. Nope. nope. <laughs> We're done. Uh but in addition to all those celebrities, there is a family that just last year uh preserved a two year old who had passed away. I thought I read something about that. Um because they they it was just early last year. It was almost it was a little over a year ago. Um it was right before uh, she turned three. She had uh, she had cancer, I think. Um, so they're kind of they're they're kind of hoping for two things. They're hoping that there's a, a process of of actual successful reanimation and a cure to cancer. Yeah, that's um, the sticking point with most of these things. And we have to be able to yes, we have to be able to cure what killed them or reverse. Yeah, undo undo least. what what killed them and the effects of that. Yes, and basically bring people back from dead and bring people back from frozen. Well vitrified 
Yeah, exactly. Preserved. Preserved. For lack of a better term. So the that's a lot of that it, is, that's, that's a lot of huge hope. hurdles. Well, and to to their to the point of them, like the reason they have this hope is that the, the, both this girl who they've preserved and her younger brother were conceived through uh, in vitro. So they have a lot of faith in scientific progress. Yeah. Towards. Oh, I just yawned again. It happens. Oh my God. This is, every, that's every episode recently. Yeah. I'm on recently. a roll. You're what five out of seven here. I think I've actually fallen asleep in an episode before. Yeah, but not this not this season. It was definitely last season. <laughs> anyway, the uh, so they have a lot of faith in science to come up with a solution. But uh, her, it's it really looks like it's just her brain that's preserved because um, they're more concerned with preserving her personality than necessarily her cancer ridden organs. Um, so that's another issue. I mean, we've talked about this on the podcast before. Yeah. Downloading a brain or uh, transplanting or, a brain into a computer, yeah. which would be preserving a personality. I would, I would think so. I mean, that's ish. what we kind of—that's the conclusion we came to, more or less. Yeah, it would be a way to continue your life, yeah. your your mental life, your person personality life after death. But uh, they uh, they store the whatever the organs are. They store in 196 negative 196 degrees centigrade in liquid nitrogen indefinitely. That's how this one company does it. This company called Alcor. Alcor. You want to talk about Alcor a little bit? Well, yes, Apparently, they're they're like the biggest. I didn't think they were the only people doing cryonics right now, mm-hmm. but but you found something to that effect. Um, they they were definitely the most notable, and they're the only ones that I can find. And this was a very short short search. They were the only ones I could find where a layperson, potentially you or I could uh, buy into cryonics. Okay. Uh, what they offer for payment is your life insurance policy payout. Huh. So if, for instance, me, if I was to die and wanted to be preserved, as long as I qualify for life insurance and write them as the beneficiary, they will preserve me. So they're the only ones I could find. Okay. Alcor, A-L-C-O-R. There's Cryonics Institute, cryonics.org. Research facility, right? But they're not actually doing it? I Not that I... I'd not... I couldn't find a, an entry point, essentially. Alcor's website has a way for me to sign up and pay, and I could not find the same for anybody else. I think the one you just named is a is a donate your body to science, and if they decide to oh, freeze you, they I will. I see. The Cryonic Institute offers the public cryonic suspensions of the highest quality at the lowest reasonable cost. Oh, so you do have to pay. There you have it. So there are a couple places you can go. There's apparently a very small but actual market marketplace for this. Yeah. Um, Seems like people generally don't have a lot of faith in it but uh, some people yeah. do i think some people have a lot of faith in science not necessarily in this technology per se but they have a lot of faith in science to come up with a solution in some yeah. amount of time it's reasonable i mean, i suppose it's reasonable it's like a reasonable said, though, thing i mean it's a lot of that's a lot to overcome not just revitalization which i feel like is probably i don't probably think that's the, the closest hard part. to that yeah i don't think reanimation is the hard part i think yeah. it's the what killed you yeah if it was old age, then you're still gonna your cells are still gonna be subject to breaking down mm. the same way they were when you were. We need to have uh, gene therapy or cellular regeneration. We, living or some, forever, something like that. We would have to. We we did an episode on that as well, I believe. Yeah, we did. We would have to. You'd have to overcome all those normal hurdles of that in mm-hmm. order for this to be uh, fruitful. Yes. I don't see anybody getting animated, reanimated anytime soon. Right. Is my point. Did you read about the last last in, first out? Uh, no, I did not. So the idea, they, what they think is probably when they're able to. So are the methods now that we have for preserving somebody are better than what we started with? Uh, obviously. obviously, yeah. Actually, I think the the first batch of people got lost. That like, sucks. Eh. Horrible. But so there was a really good, uh, before I 
before I go on. There was a good episode of How Stuff Works. Ooh. It was pretty exhaustive. And it was a couple years ago, so the information might not be completely up to date. Okay. But it's pretty good if you want just all the raw data. They did a good job. Where was I? What was I talking about? What? What do you mean? What were you talking about? I don't know. I lost my train of thought. I interrupted myself, and now I can't remember what else. That'll happen. I don't really know where you were going, to be honest with you. How much does it cost? Did you cover that? I, I said it was like the cost of a life insurance payout. Okay. I think it's a couple hundred thousand dollars. So it's whatever. More. Would they you just, were saying the technology's better now. Last in, first out. That's what you were Oh, talking. last in, first out. So the people that are frozen, when they do figure out how to, I mean, I'm going to say frozen, and we all know it's not really yeah, frozen. Yeah, preserved. That's what he means, but yes. So the last people who were pre- preserved, frozen, will be the first ones woken up or re- reanimated, revitalized. That makes sense. Because the technology that would be the will be, safest. Technology will be caught up, you know, yeah. to where we're, we're we're doing it in a more, we're doing it in a better, more... More uh, efficient, maybe? Yes. More well, sufficient? See, the thing, the thing, the problem now is we haven't brought anybody back, so we don't know. We don't there's know There's no works. trial and error. We haven't, and there's no, there's very little research. Okay, do we want to go to that research, or do we want to stick to the outline more? No, let's uh, go where it goes. Research. What's so been re- done? The research, okay, so that, here's something interesting. From what I read... The cryobiology, mm-hmm. the scientists involved in cryobiology have blackballed cryonics research. Okay, why is that? They are not interested in preserving people for reanimation later. And they, the, the society of scientists that are, that are researching cryobiology uh-huh. will kick anybody out who aids or engages in cryonics research. Interesting. So there is precious little being done to further the cause at the moment, because all the smart people can't get involved or and won't. they they can't agree can't a won't. yeah exactly so it's pretty much all volunteers or or you know, no nut jobs yeah right well but you know sometimes wish, wishful thinking tinkerers where there's a will there's a way and absolutely if life finds a way <laughs> yeah but they say they're Alcor on this is on the Alcor website yeah they say they're they're working to improve the. They don't want to be known as like the kooky, right? They, they, they. That's part of the reason why I didn't look very far outside of them in that one. Re- what I thought was a research facility was because mm-hmm. they look the most serious about selling it as an actual means of, like, actually accomplishing what the goal would be. Right. They have a method for charge. They have a method for storage. Uh, they, you know, and they have a method method for research. Yes. I suppose so. They they look like the most most method methodol meth, method methodical. Thank you. I just could not get that word. But uh, they look the most legitimate, at uh-huh. the very least, of any of them. Yeah. But they're really, all their research is going to be standalone, and, or if they share with each other. But yeah. they're not able to stand on the shoulders of the, the general research, you know, the broader yeah. scientific community because the, that they have been disbanded, disbarred, essentially. You know. For ethical reasons. I think that's it sounds like case. I mean and it, that makes perfect sense is that like if there is no actual end because like, you run into the issue of hit, like Hitler's a perfect example of this you run into that issue do you, think that's do you why? preserve or not the, yeah. it's it's a, you, you either have to be very pro death penalty to think this is a good idea or not hmm. because you're talking about not ki- it's the exact opposite of the death penalty you're talking about not killing somebody ever them never dying if they have enough money to be preserved you could preserve anybody regardless of how evil or not evil they are so there either has to be a means um, an ethical and moral means of deciding who shouldn't be preserved because uh-huh. they're atrocious to society i.e hitler or everybody can be preserved and nobody gets to choose it's a huge morality complex i and i can't see a way around it is that sure for Good the point. day-to-day person to person you and me like there's not an issue about you and me 
but or Seth MacFarlane. Well, I'm, Larry I'm King. Sure, I'm sure there are some people that would not want them to be preserved. Yeah. I bet you're right. But who gets to decide? What if somebody at Alcor and upper management decides that Seth MacFarlane's an anti-Semite jackass, and they yeah, don't, they don't want him preserved? Be, they yeah. could contaminate his cells, or they, well, they could whoops, do that. That's unfreeze you. They could do that anyway with you know, anybody who's frozen now. Exactly. Right? No so one who's. No one I mean the 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 limit of ethical and moral issues is infinite. I I can totally see why the scientific community would rather focus their efforts on curing cancer and prolonging life instead of preserving it entirely. Yeah. Forever. Preserving organs for transplant. Yeah, right, exactly. Let's save let's save the lives that are living now. Yeah. I mean, this is definitely an interesting concept, but at the risk of us not researching cancer treatment or cancer hmm. full full blown solutions, I, I I'm kind of inclined to agree with where they've gone. Yeah. It, it certainly make a compelling point. Sure. So I mean did we talk about do we want this to be possible? Well not, or we said why would we, uh, we, we said why it would be appealing to be possible, but why like do I mean, you want it to be? Would you want to be preserved? No. Once you've I, lived your life, you figure I, Well, I mean, like, you'd be flying in the face of fate if I wasn't to die when I was to die. What if what if fate dictated that this technology would be invented oh, and available? There, you, can, you could go what if on fate forever. But I, no, I don't think I want it to be possible. I think that, like, part of the appeal of life and uh, I think part of the appeal of life is the fact that there is a definitive end. I think that's what makes life beautiful. And that's what makes mm. uh, you have to have the contrast. You really do. You have to have the contrast of of there not being life in order to really enjoy and value life. Otherwise, life is just yeah. I can pointless. see. I can see where you're going with that. I, I but, just yeah. I mean, would you say? But what do you think people would have said? So, say in a hundred years, mm-hmm. hypothetically, sure. that this becomes possible, and then it's just it's folded into the fabric of society that people can be. I mean, the, I think the only reason we think it's it's unnatural is because it, it can't happen. It's not possible currently. Yeah, and sure. People thought th- flying was unnatural before it was possible. I understand that. Exactly. But getting somewhere, I mean, like, but look what we've given up from from the, the from air travel. Mm. We have flyover states now. And there there's a lot of beauty between here and Washington, D.C. that mm. I'm, I've never seen because I've never had to drive through it. And I've flown there a number of times. Ah. And that, that doesn't make it any less beautiful. It makes my experience against it impossible. I haven't seen it unless I drive it. But there's technology that lets me get around that. So I think it's the same thing. Is It's that it will just muddy up the waters of but how valuable life is. Maybe like, I can make different decisions. I could I could make no decision because I'm going to get another shot. I would have never been to the East Coast, I don't think, if I could fly. That's if No, I, I know. That, like I said, there are benefits. There, so I missed, there are definitive benefits, but you... I missed Oklahoma. Yeah. But I got to see D.C. Yeah, and that's the thing is I'm glad I missed Oklahoma. I'm not saying that. But you well, know, there are some beautiful parts of Utah that I saw because I took a drive from California to Utah. To to see them? No, not to see them. Oh, I did. I just, it wasn't possible to fly a big, large commercial vehicle, so we had to drive it there. But but that that's kind of my point, though, is that if technology allowed us to fly this large commercial vehicle there, we wouldn't have driven it, we would have flown it, and mm. I would have missed that beautiful drive. And I think it's the same for life, is that I might not, if I know I'm going to get another shot at something, I might not take that chance now. Does that make sense? Or maybe you would. Sense? Or maybe I would. Maybe if it was risky and there was a way to preserve me, I would take that chance. Who but knows what it would be? Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a dilemma, regardless of which way you look at it. Yeah. And would you take not, more chance? Would you take less chance? We don't not, know because it's not possible. We're not going to know about it until it happens or... Or doesn't. Doesn't. Right. Then, we'll, then we won't know. But, I mean, that that's my take on it. Do you want it to be possible? I kind of don't. I kind of don't, but... What are the reasons you don't want it to be possible? I think similarly similarly to you. I mean, I was playing devil's advocate. No, I understand. Saying that it, would, it could be accepted if it happened, but... Sure. 
I I think that death has been so much a part of human existence, human mm-hmm. consciousness. Mm-hmm. That to I mean, I'm not. I'm definitely not one of those. You can't play God, people. I'm not. I, I'm not even going into that discussion. That's a because it is kind of. I mean, you, you mentioned fate. Yeah, I mean, we've discussed fate recently. Sure. Uh, but I don't think that's not my issue. My issue is death is death has to be, well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of talking myself out of it. Maybe hmm. I do want it to be possible. Maybe I don't care. I'm not going to, I'm not going to participate, but if somebody else wants to come back. I yeah. I like the only, the only thing I see past that is that like, cause you're, I'm, I'm with you on that. I would not want it for myself uh, as to whether or not I care if it's possible. I wouldn't prevent somebody from developing the technology. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there's. I don't think that there's a moral implication. I think there's a moral implication to it. But if somebody wants to put that on their shoulders, then by all means, go ahead and do that. Yeah. I don't want to participate. That's that's kind of where I land on it. Yeah. Um. I don't want to be the one to decide whether I think it should be possible for somebody or not. But there's a movie actually that it, it's about a robot. It's not about a human. Mm. But Bicentennial Man, Robin Williams movie, yeah, really good it. movie. Um. But by the end of it, he never has to choose to die. Or he never has to die, but he chooses to, uh, because that's that's the that is a logical end of life. The logical end of life is death, right? And so he chooses to die because being alive for two hundred years doesn't doesn't make it any more worth it. He missed out on different things because he was alive so long. And so that's kind of the that's kind of what my thought is. Or like any movie that has like immortality in it. Uh, there's one called Tuck Everlasting. It's a horribly stupid movie <laughs> that I just went to see because the concept looked interesting. But I've never seen I've never seen a movie that has immortality listed as like the main superpower or you know challenge to the story where they don't choose yeah. to die at the end it always ends up in yeah in fiction. it always ends up in tragedy always there in, were a couple fiction. immortality does yes yeah yeah but cryosleep i think we've seen cryosleep in uh in oh so there's another use oh. space travel oh yeah. yeah 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 that's and that that i think is a perfect function of it that the, would be the the reference being that like we talked about in the Mars episode. It takes nine months to travel from Earth to Mars. Seven. Seven. Jeez, I was way off. So it, t- it takes seven months to travel from Earth to Mars uh, on average, and that's a long time for somebody to be sitting there twiddling their thumbs or reading yeah. books. Yeah. Um. But let let's expand that out further. It can take years to travel to right. other planets, other worlds. Do you see Interstellar? Uh, no. They did that. So they had to go out to Saturn to find there wormhole right that they were going through to the other universe sure galaxy yes and they System. did they went yeah whatever whatever they called it yeah they so they had to they went to cryosleep sleep because it took a long time to get there right like and that's five years that's a good purpose for it i think like i think you know because it, it cuts back on the amount of resources mm-hmm. you have to have the body slows down you don't need as much oxy as much oxygen right. to yeah, you can preserve your resources right that's a that's a different set of circumstances than preserving life against death exactly but that's that's a that's a a damn fine use of the technology, if I do say so. Reckon it is. I reckon it is. But it, we still arrive at the same problem set. Yeah. Revitalization. But see, any that's, damage that potentially could happen from freezing. True. If that was the method we're choosing. But that we're talking about that's a vastly different a different uh, purpose purpose and yeah. and method because hmm. you're right now what they're doing is preserving people who are dead right indefinitely until such time as technology has developed to a point yeah. where we can cure their ills and yeah. bring them back that's true but this is talking about preserving a perfectly vital human being right and then bringing them back at a set point right with no when technology allows and I, with no other I purpose bet, other than i bet that we're a lot closer to that we're probably a lot closer to that because of the space travel problem, mm-hmm. not because of reanimating dead people. Yeah. Playing God, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yes. 
the dead is a big problem. And that's, I think I'm going to say this is impossible because of dead. Yeah. Dead is dead to me. Well, and if you believe in fate and or, you know, a higher power, God, whatever, yeah. you may believe that this is impossible because he, fate, whatever, will not allow the dead to rise like that. Yes. So just depends on depends on your worldview, absolutely, as to whether or not you think it's impossible for spiritual reasons, I suppose, for lack of a better description, uh-huh. or for moral and ethical reasons like the science community seems to have decided upon. Yeah. Um, and it's certainly, I'm sure it's certainly easier to preserve a living person than it is to preserve a dead person. It certainly takes some of the, well, easier well, to Well, think about preserve. how we do it for surgery. We, we, we currently can put people into a state of sleep. Sleep, but you're, you still and you age use, and stuff. But you and use less resources and all that. Uh, yeah. But like, yes, I agree with you. You still age, but in space, we've, I think we touched on it. You age differently in space than you do on Earth. Well, it's the time. Yeah. Time de- well, de- it's relative deviation. to time. Absolutely. Deviation? No. De- Duality? Delineate. I don't remember. Delineate what? Go back and listen to our Go, yeah. first episode on time, time dilation. Time dilation. That's it. You got there. That's good. Anyway, that's... Which they also deal with in Interstellar. Ha <laughs> ha! Good plug for Interstellar. As if they needed our help. It's pretty good. Heard it was a good film. It's all right. I'll have to go watch it. There's one part where it was difficult to suspend disbelief, but uh, okay. And the the rest of it was pretty good. I mean, the the point was good. I thought it was interesting. Definitely gets you to think. Hmm. Sounds like it. That stuff. I should watch that. It's not bad. Okay. Well, um, do we think that the ultimately, like you and you kind of touched on it a minute ago, do you think this is ever going to be possible? I, I don't. I don't think not what not the way they're trying to do it now with where reanimating dead die people. and yeah. then yeah and that we're gonna that we're eventually gonna figure out a cure for death and what caused it and what caused it I don't know in some cases I think I think the only way we'll do that is if we can download a computer or brain into a computer yeah that's and that that's kind of cheating the right semantics of it you know right I I guess I guess there could be a possibility of like organ replacement. To a point where, no, it was your your heart is obviously failed. Yeah, because cardiac arrest is generally cause of death. Uh, so uh, heart transplant, liver, whatever else, lungs, you know. Well, here here's a good hypothetical. If Ted Williams, having only his head pre- preserved, yes. gets a body transplant, is he still Ted Williams? Good question. Yeah, I think I feel like we discussed this in the computer thing. The computer thing. I agree. Preserving the brain. I think we decided that it that he is. I mean, do you feel like you are your body? Oh, I think that I th- honestly I think it really depends on where you determine identity is. Yeah. Where that source is. Is it somebody's personality, their brain, is it their physical being? What is it? And I think it's a combination of all those things, which is what I'm pretty sure I said then. Yeah. But you'd be hard pressed to make a distinction between a really well-crafted uh, artificial robotic yeah. body with my jackass personality well if it's anywhere it's in the brain as we discussed yeah in the love episode yeah there's a lot of a lot of decision making is chemical or driven mm-hmm. by chemical yep. factors and that all happens in the brain yeah but are those chemicals altered by the other organic material that you're attached to it's it's tough don't, to yeah. say it's i don't know if anyone knows that say. that's that's a real solid question yeah well, it's definitely uh, it leads to other impossibilities we can discuss. Did you say whether you thought it's possible? I kind of agree. I kind of, uh, I don't know. I kind, I think I kind of agreed with you, but disagreed with you at the same time. Yeah. I. So no, you say no. Um, I think that if it's ever possible, it'll be possible in the context of preserving and reanimating live people, not dead people. 
I think that's much more likely too. I think it's a pipe dream to think that we can bring dead people back to life and cure whatever killed them. I think I think by the time we get over the morality issue of it, the technology will have passed us and won't matter. Yeah. We won't care anymore. We'll have different we'll have our brains and computers. It won't matter. Thumbs up. So uh, what are we talking about next week? Hitler. Cryogenically frozen, reanimated Hitler. Interesting. Or just or just a, another version of. Of another version of. Like a Napoleon or a, you know. Some other dictator with a with bent with, on world with domination a Napoleon complex okay i see that's that's probably a good topic that kind of relates to this so uh we will hit you with that next week and in the meantime website twitter facebook right correct okay see you next week thanks for joining us today visit impossiblethingspodcast.com to interact with the guys on twitter facebook and email questions topic suggestions corrections and rants are always welcome also, find more episodes and see sources referenced in today's discussion. ImpossibleThingsPodcast.com for all things impossible.